Hello, everybody out there listening to my program to the Church of the Souls Evolution. I'm the Reverend Blake Ruby, also known as Blake, just plain Blake Ruby. But for the purposes of the show, my name is the Reverend Blake Ruby. And what do I talk about in my show? I talk about matters pertaining to the Spirit. I'm not talking about religion here, although I do talk about certain religious things, like the Bible, which I love very much, but I notice there are some discrepancies in there. Other religions of the world, you know, they're Islam or Hindu or Buddhism. You know, I think we all should come together on the same sheet of music. And the one way to do that is through spirituality, because we are spirits in the material world. We are spirits in the material world, our spirits in the material world. The police, the great rock group in the 70s, the police, couldn't have said it better. You know, even after all those years, 40-some years ago, the courage and the wisdom to know that, that we're not just physical bodies in this physical world. We are spirits. We're driving around these bodies, you know. It's great. Nothing to be afraid of, though. People are dying all the time. Every day, 40,000 people on Earth, on this planet, die. So why are the truth, my friends? Also, there's life out there in the universe, and the extraterrestrials are out there, and they are waiting to welcome us in to the intergalactic community. But don't you know, I'll say it again, don't you know that we have a history of warfare here on Earth? And it's usually not the majority of us that want war, that get us into war. Take, for example, the latest war, Mr. Putin, a multi-billionaire, one of the richest men in the world. He wants a war? He's got a war. People pay for wars. It brings money. It brings land. You know, it helps them achieve what they want to achieve, their goals, which are usually not in the best interests of the people, like the people of Russia. They should take to the streets like we are doing here, mass shootings, or whenever we have a problem, like the Black Lives, not too long ago, innocent black men, beautiful human beings, cut down in the prime of their youth by Police officers are too trigger-happy, if you know what I mean. But with wars here on Earth, like we've had in our past, do I need to tell you how many wars that have gone on here? Hundreds. Let's start this, for example, with the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, the Vietnam War. Does it the Afghanistan war. We can't really criticize Mr. Putin, can we? Because we're hypocrites. Although that doesn't justify having God in heaven. And believe me, there is a I get to heaven one day and we're not going to be around here forever. purposes, you know, in my own wishes. I hope 
a ripe old age. You know, I like to live to be as old as I can because every day is an opportunity to learn new things. But one day we'll all go to that land they talk about so much in church, you know, heaven, streets are gold, and it's beautiful, earth, but the colors are more intense, and there's angels everywhere. Oh, angels who we all the time before we were born here on this planet. It's just that we can't remember. Our brains are hardwired to forget about that because this planet is a very special planet. It has basic social values in its learning agenda. In other words, we learn basic social values here. We learn how to love each other. And that's basically it. Everything else is kind of secondary, but mainly learning to love each other and to tolerate each other and be patient with each other. But one day we'll get to that that place. And you don't want to get there to heaven and look around and say, okay, there's Father God. There's no Mother God. How is that possible? How can there be a Father God there? And what about Father God in heaven? Don't you think that maybe, just maybe, he might want a female companion by his side? Who is out there that's willing to tell Father God that he can't have a female companion by his side? I'll tell you why they came up with that, why the Bible doesn't matter. Because we have been in a male-dominated society for hundreds and thousands of years now, a paternal society. Women have been mistreated, treated like dogs in the Middle East, worse than dogs, abused. They only just got their rights here in the United States in the 1920s. And only just now are they being treated more equally. You know what I mean? Women have been mistreated. They've been a minority. Black people or Asian people or Hispanic people. Because living in a male-dominated society, that was the way they controlled the masses for their own purposes of gaining power and money, money and power. But you know what? A male-dominated society has failed, my friend. Failed. War after war after war. Look at Mr. Putin. Do you think he is good to his women? Do you think he treats his woman right? Do you think he's faithful to one woman? I don't think so. The women in his life are more likely subjected to Abuse, subjugated, dominated, don't have much say about anything. What does he do? War. Just another war out of many hundreds we've had before in the past. The point is, my friends, we need maternal society. I'll tell you why. They love their children more than anybody because that child grows in their body. Love us more when they had nine months of us growing inside their womb. And that love for us, for their child, is not going to send them off to some senseless war. No good reason. 
or a wild hog or an elk or a bear, those machine guns will tear up an animal so they're barely recognizable. They're meant for killing human beings. They're meant for wartime, like before in the past. They're meant for soldiers to use, not for civilians. What's wrong with just a pistol, a shotgun, and a rifle? Other countries have done it. What is keeping America from doing the right thing? I know we don't like to be told what to do. We don't. Number one, and that's a good thing. That's true that we've been blessed by God, Mother and Father God, or God, their God, because you know when they create, you know how they create Mother and Father God? Um, the great and late Sylvia Brown, psychic medium, in her book, one of her books, I forget the name of it. And when we get to heaven, we'll be able to do this too. You think the act of reproduction won't be continued when we get to the spirit lands? You're wrong. It will. As I own the book, I hear orgasms that last several minutes. So they're merging their spirits. The mother and father, they merge their spirits and then they're as one. They become one spirit. But they're still able to think separately. And it's that synchronization of thought spoken through the mouth that creates. Kind of like let there be light. If you've got the male and the female aspects thinking let there be light and they speak the words let there be light then a new star is born. There's a lot of cosmic forces out there that allow for the creation of all kinds of things. Not only suns, but also planets, animal life, plant life. All you got to know is how to control those cosmic universal forces. Put them into effect by speaking the words. Does that ring a bell? Speaking the words, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and nothing was created without the word. That's it, my friends, you see. That's why it behooves us to be careful what words we speak. And I wouldn't recommend that you use any swear words. I don't, hardly ever. I think the last time I swore, I'm telling you this honestly, you might laugh at this, but it was during the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl. I was kind of hoping that Cincinnati would win because I liked Joe Burrow for one thing, the quarterback. And it was less than two minutes. And I believe Cincinnati was ahead by a couple of points. L.A. was driving. They were down to like the 20-yard line. And the referee, the referees, missed a very obvious false start by the L.A. offense. And then they called a penalty on one of the defenders who knocked away a pass 
intended for one of the L.A. receivers that clearly wasn't pass defense. Uh, no, what's the, um, it wasn't um, a violation, in other words. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. But anyway, you get what I mean. It wasn't, maybe the word will come to me. It wasn't a penalty. The replay showed that the defender was clearly in the right to do what he did and didn't impede upon uh, the, the L.A. receiver to catch the ball. In fact, referees who had retired from the NFL were asked later on if they thought that was actually a penalty, and they said, no, it wasn't. But probably more importantly, the referees who were supposed to be catching everything missed the mother of all false starts. And I saw that, and I saw them, and I used a swear word that I'm not proud of. I'm not going to say it now because there's one thing I can't stand, and right now, I don't watch a lot of sports. Before that, I usually didn't watch a lot of sports because that kind of thing happens. I realize it. It gets me very upset emotionally to see that, especially when I'm rooting for one team, to see a referee or an umpire ruin a game with a bad call. You know what I mean? There's a whole lot of money and emotions put into games. They're fun. I enjoy watching the competition. It's exciting. It makes my heart beat faster. And when they're playing and they're like with the NBA finals and they're going at it together and the competition is great and it's one side to the other and, and all the players are making fantastic plays. I can't take it. I'm too old to take that in. You know what I mean? I've been through too much in the past. I've seen too much of that. I started watching sports back in 1968 when the St. Louis Cardinals were playing the Detroit Tigers. Series. Bob Gibson was one of my favorite players. Lou Brock, the St. Louis Cardinal team that was just Steve Carlton, the pitcher, Tim McCarver, Mike Shannon, third, Kirk Flood, center, Beta Pinson, like, and I forget who was in. Left field. Well, uh, Lou Brock was. That's right. So at first place, first base was Orlando Cepeda. I still remember after all these years, and that's when I really got involved with some games ruined by officials. And you might say, well, it's a part of the game. I submit to you, with all the money that's being betted on games, with all the emotions that are laid on the line for teams, whole cities that whose lives are spent supporting, hoping, and to ruin it by a bad call, it's not fair on them, you know? It's like a hangover from drinking too much the night before that never goes away. And it can be resolved by the NFL and by other sports if they only use Instant replay in all cases when there's problem it's on the defense or offense, it doesn't matter. They just for a few seconds, you know, all that money. 
And that's another is that in the society that we're living in today, we produce white. I worked for years. I still work for the Army. The Army has taught me to do the right thing all the time. And when you make a mistake, you stop and you make a correction. It's called an on-the-spot correction. You don't let mistakes get away because that encourages all kinds of bad things to happen. Professional sport should know better. You don't let a mistake go away without correcting it, in other words, my friends. And I'm getting kind of sidetracked here, but I don't mind because that's having your own radio show. BBS Radio has been good to me over the years. I've really, I've really appreciated their help. It has helped me learn in many ways, and I share what I've learned with everybody out there. Let's radio shows are taped and put in archives for later on if anybody wants to listen to them, including myself, which I do occasionally. But one thing, changing the subject, one thing I... We are not alone in the universe. Don't you know we're a world of confusion? There's too many people making too many problems with not enough love to go around, and not many people have the answers. I have a lot of answers, my friends, that I've learned from all kinds of people and books. And that's what I'm doing. I'm sharing what I know. And I'm not talking about religion because religion is it's a stepping stone to where I am today and for anybody who's on their spiritual path of evolution. But with all the different religions in the world and each one claiming to profess the truth, then you know somebody's wrong. And religion is a money-making business, too. I'm brave enough to say that. You know, I'm courageous enough to kind of help people to evolve. It's all about the soul's evolution. That's what my show is about, too. Life here on Earth is not about one religion or another. It's about your soul and its evolution. What are you going to do when you get to the other side, when you transition? Are you going to be happy with how you lived your life? Are you going to have any regrets, any remorse for the things that you should have done or the things you should have known? If you think there's even a iota of doubt in your mind, then you should consider something else. And you can do both religion and spirituality, but I understand the feeling of wanting to conform and the pain of changing your values and beliefs and the fear of being ostracized by you. And the changes, I make a lot of changes. I've been through so many changes, I couldn't begin to tell you what I've been through. But I'm still here today. I'm grateful for another day of life, you know. We go to sleep, there's no guarantee we're going to wake up. And, 
And it's been many years now I've been saying my prayers fervently, and you should too, because surprise, surprise, for those of you that didn't know, there is a mother and father God in heaven, and you are here performing a mission on their behalf to make the world a better place and the object of your time here on in accordance with that mission to the best way possible achieve what either mother and father God wanted you to achieve. If you're a female that has a predominantly female spirit in your body, then you stood at one time before the mother God in an auditorium-like scenario, along with the other female, small female spirits in the pre-existence before you were born onto this planet, you were given your mission by her. Same with the male spirits. You appeared before Father God. Sometimes Father God, like in the book, The Soul's Remembrance by Roy Mills, he talks about having the ability to remember heaven because as mentioned before in this show, we pass through what is known when we're born onto this planet, the river of oblivion, where the memories of our pre-existence and our past lives are erased. Because of that purpose I mentioned, to live those social values and learn to love each other on Earth. Because this planet, although it's very beautiful indeed, and there's so much life here, it's a veritable paradise teeming with life of all kinds, a jewel of the universe. And there's others out there, I know. But it is a Category 1 planet on a scale of 1 to 9 as far as evolution is concerned. Planets, guess what? Surprise. Planets also evolve. They're cosmic beings in their own right. Earth is also known as Mother Gaia. If you go outside into space and look at the cobalt blue world that we're a part of, out there in the blackness of space like some American astronauts have seen it, where they can put their thumb up and cover it on the way to the moon, cover the whole Earth with their thumb. Imagine that. We're here floating in space, actually moving at a very fast speed revolving around our sun at thousands of miles an hour, rotating on our axis at about 600 miles an hour. And yet we're revolving around the center of the Milky Way galaxy at thousands of miles an hour also, and our galaxy is revolving around the center of the universe at thousands of more miles an hour. Our cobalt blue planet, a beautiful paradise of the world that we'd be fouled with air pollution, water pollution, but we're starting to make great strides. Some countries are very dedicated to cleaning up the environment. And I'm proud of because we didn't always treat her right. Now we're knowing better. Electric cars are on the upswing, you know? And maybe that's one reason why gas prices are going up, because Mother and Father God want us to realize that the way of not the future. The future is electric vehicles, powered vehicles, solar power, wind power. And not only are we defouling the atmospheres with the carbon monoxide from cars, but also from factories. You know what I mean? 
So this planet is a Category 1 on a scale of 1 to 9. Can you imagine, then, what a Category 9 planet might look like in the universe where other sentient beings are living right now as I talk? Beautiful, beautiful worlds that have pristine environments. Their waters are clear and cheap. Walls don't eat each other. Trees live for hundreds of years, thousands of years, grow up to 600 feet tall or higher. Life like here on Earth, all living in harmony, where love is at the key of everything, the relationships between the bees there and the animals. And the colors are more intense, the air pure and sweet like perfume, smelling like perfume, just beautiful, wonderful environments. And these extraterrestrials that live there are similar to human beings, but different. You have to realize that the creator of the universe, all the co-creator gods, like gods in the making, through the process of reincarnation, being born on one planet after another, evolving our souls, they did that too, but they reached the pinnacle of their evolution, which is being a co-creator and having their own patch of the universe to create their own solar system and their own sun and planets and animal life and plant life. You think Jupiter and Mars and Neptune are just look pretty? They have a purpose. The mother and father God thought about them. They understand. It might not be life there. No, it's separate planet. Beautiful. Okay. But a Category 9 planet where you have a civilization of sentient beings living on it is a paradise compared to Earth. So I'm hoping when I pass away at some time in the future that a higher category of evolution planet. Now, I understand that I may be an advanced soul like a lot of you out there, I think, especially if you're listening to my show, I think your soul is not a young soul, if you know what I mean, not in the initial stages with just a couple of past lives under your belt, but you've been around, and that's what they call mystic travelers. Sylvia Brown also said that, that we come back to these young planets, and we want to help out the people evolve. So let's just say I might have been living on a Category 6 planet when the powers that be asked me if I wanted to come to planet Earth, this jewel of the universe, seemingly life, and help it in its evolution to the next higher level and, and all the other people here on Earth, help them evolve. Even though I could have stayed where I was and evolved to a higher level, people come back and do that. I can name you 
a lot of people in the past. Mahatma Gandhi, for example, here, Mother Teresa is another example. Hold on just a minute. One of our dogs just came out, going outside to do our ablutions, I imagine. That's what it's like when you live with three dogs. We had four at one time. And so, planet Earth, just think of all the life here, over a million types of insects, over 10,000 types of birds, here on Earth. Do you know what it's like to create a bird? You know, every kitchen of all these different birds, beautiful colored feathers, different colored beaks, eyes, eyes. Can we create a bird? We can't even create a bird. And yet there's 10,000 types of them. It makes me think just how great the supreme creator of the universe who initiated the Big Bang, because I don't want you to get confused. I don't want to be confused about who the supreme creator is. As I mentioned, mother and father God or co-creator God. But the creator of the universe. And that's a big point of misunderstanding with a lot of people. Okay, the dogs come back in. They don't understand about the Big Bang. Some people don't don't want to think about that because it's too much for them to be involved with. They've got other things going on, their jobs, raising their children, staying alive, what they're going to eat next. They don't think about, well, the universe was... 15 billion years ago by the Big Bang. Isn't it amazing how something was created out of nothing? Everything that you look at here on Earth, like what I'm looking at right now behind our backyard, beautiful green trees swaying in the wind. Behind that a blue sky with white clouds. Many before this planet was born, before the solar system was created. And just think of all the other solar systems that were created before ours since we're in a spiral arm of the Milky Way galaxy. And our galaxy compared to some of the other ones that the Hubble Space Telescope has revealed, which I know about, because the Supreme is a power that is almost incomprehensible 
to create something out of nothing, all this life on Earth. The insect life, bird life, the over 10,000 types of reptiles, the over 9,000 types of amphibians, 10,000 types of mammals, not to mention all the flowers and trees, the vegetation, the plant life, the food principles of all that life, all this happened by accident. Logically, it could happen by accident anywhere in the universe. Even an atheist would have to agree with that. But I know that the Supreme Creator, who had the power and the knowledge to create this life, or put into effect cosmic forces and powers to create this life by our co-creator God, Mother and Father, is able to create other life anywhere in the universe, either the same or other life that we have no idea it may look like. We can imagine the life that might be out there. Think about the dinosaurs that walked here on Earth many hundreds of thousands of years ago, wiped out by an asteroid impact. Impact was off the coast. The same thing might happen again, my friends. That's why it behooves us to come together as a human race and not be separated by countries and governments and political leanings. Ronald Reagan said it best addressing the United Nations back in the late 80s when he said, if we faced a threat from outside our universe, you would see how quickly we would pull together as a human race. Now, hopefully that doesn't happen because if they wanted to destroy our planet, don't you know these beings that have been in existence hundreds of millions of years longer than we have and have technology that we couldn't even begin to comprehend is so much more advanced than our own and would have weaponry like we couldn't... Uh, for one, I can describe one thing about them because I know a lot about these ETs that are out there. They have control over ants. you think splitting the atom is a powerful thing? Having antimatter, you multiply that by a million, and then you're talking powerful antimatter is. One little drop of it could destroy a planet. And if they wanted to, they could have destroyed us a long time ago. So don't believe that they're a threat. And also, keep in mind that we are protected by some of them out there. We are under their guardianship. I'm telling you the truth. Hold on. One of our dogs was barking. So we are under the guardianship of some, not just one, but more than one extraterrestrial that's out there. Read the book, if you will, called Abduction to the Ninth Planet. Or Uber, the golden planet. The author, the late Odess Marquette, is a very humorous and extremely intelligent author. And it says in the book, when he went to their planet for 10 days, he was given a look into his past.
he had the nerve to do that. For any of us who may also want to learn how to perform those miracles, there are other kinds of miracles. Levitation, invisibility are two things which human beings some groups in the past thousands of years have studied the human being. Even now, today, my mother was a part of a an order called the Rosicrucians, and they learned about astral travel, traveling in your spirit and being aware of where you're going, being conscious of the moment when you're doing that, kind of like in dreams, but being very conscious in a dream, knowing that you are dreaming and, and willing yourself to a particular location, for example, maybe to help someone who's sick, help them to heal, going there in your astral body to help them to heal, that kind of thing my mother was involved with. And they say that that is secret and not meant for some people to understand or to even learn. But I'm saying that the time for spiritual development of the is always now. And that should be hid from my body. It should be available. They say... Don't scatter your pearls of wisdom. Yes, go ahead. Let the people make their choices. These are co-creator gods in the making. You are. Doug, Don, co-creator gods in the making. I heard the song. It's not going to be forever. That's true. We're not. One day, maybe... There's a limit to our existence. We have an expiration date. It's written in our life contracts, so to speak. When we come into this world, we know we're only going to live for so long, maybe 70 years, 79 years, maybe two years, maybe 20, maybe 33. But then that day, on that day, when it's written in the book of life that... You have served your purpose, you have lived your time, and you're going to be transitioning to the afterlife. Your heart stops beating, you stop breathing, your spirit leaves your body, and off you go. Every single one of us. And that process of evolution continues. It's a heaven. And reincarnation is a reality. It's real. So you spend, I hope to spend some great time in heaven. You know, there is no time there, actually. There's no clocks, no watches. It's a beautiful thing because you're not revolving around the sun. You're actually on the sun. Because the sun, have you ever thought how strange it is to have a fire in the sky? And we don't look at it too often because sometimes it's blinding. It blinds us, but I think things that are best. I get in his chest. Fields of gold. You'll forget the sun, the sun.
between the rugs of group or cult to learn that Scientology. Dying all the time. 40,000 people. Please, please, develop your soul and your spirit. That's why we're here, to increase the light of our soul. We're born here with a a 60-watt bulb shining in our soul. And I'll go increase it to 100. You'll see, my friends. You'll see spirit lands to heaven. You'll see how you shine compared with other people there who shine in their souls and their spirit. And you want to be able to shine just as bright as theirs. And when you see Jesus, and when you see Mother and Father God, you're going to, by the power of their light, I guarantee it, it will wash over you with a glory and brilliance, with the strength of a hurricane wind, my friends. I guarantee you, you will see that. And so it behooves me, it behooves you to increase your light, the light of your soul. Increase your light. How do you do that? By loving each other, praying for each other. Pray. I pray all the time. You can too. I know you will. You You can forces of the universe supreme creator everything that is in existence is because air conditioning over here the little insects flying around my backyard, the birds that are singing, the clouds in the sky, all came from your mind. Once you had everything the way And you could look growth is what you're about, Supreme into old people, hopefully. We were babies once, and now we're big babies. We know about growth. We know what growth is like. Uh, church. I've seen her increase in size from about four feet tall to about six over six feet tall in a matter of a year or so. Growth is what it's all about, my friend. That's what it's about from us to help him, her grow. And don't get me wrong. Don't make any mistake about it. The Supreme Creator is both male and female, just like angels are. They're androgynous. Because we live in the universe of the Alpha and the Omega, the yin and the yang, 
the positive. And meeting God, meeting Jesus, seeing heaven, YouTube, type in near-death experiences, and you'll see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them, people who almost died and met God and met Jesus and saw their deceased relatives in heaven and saw how beautiful it is. And we're told it wasn't their time, and they came back to share their story. The Supreme Creator envisioned all saw everything that was going to happen, everything that would be made. And by the power will, the universe began to form itself forming itself one solar system after a time. One solar system after another. And then one galaxy after another, once a galaxy is filled with so many solar systems, right? Make sense? And we can be like the Supreme Creator. We can't be the Supreme Creator. No, we can't be like. I mean, we can't be the Supreme Creator, but we can be like the Supreme Creator. He, she has made those powers I mentioned, cosmic powers and forces, available to us know them and know how to manipulate them to create life create matter by just using words. Don't you see what a great situation we're a part of now? Well, where we can use words like I'm using words now. It's an amazing process. The brain, the larynx. Nothing to be afraid of. Enjoy the ride, my friend. It's all good. We go to sleep at night spirits leave our body and go to wherever they may go. Could be another planet here in our solar system. It could be they could travel to the past or to the future. They get refreshed, work out the problems we have, come back, we wake up. That's why we feel so good the next day, hopefully, you know. Another thing to help you in your spirituality, my friends, I myself used to eat all kinds of food up until I was 44 years old. And like I said, I don't want to judge you. Up until I was 44 years old, I ate everything. But now I'm a vegan, mostly vegan, vegetarian. I'll have a little bit of dairy, a little bit of egg. But if you really want, keep this in mind. Don't forget this, please. You should know. That's your choice whether or not you want to. And you have that right. One thing God promised you when you were put into this world, born into this world, is that you have free will. Do what you want to do. I can't change your mind. I can't do anything to change that. But I will tell you that I have made leaps and bounds in my spiritual development. That's why I've got my radio show right now over the years. I've been surviving. Okay, you can do it. 
It's been said, and you can do research on the Internet if you're interested. You can live a life productive, meaningful, vigorous life, eating just vegetables and protein and nutrition and vitamins and minerals that you need. But you have to be very disciplined as to what you eat. It's a challenge for me all the time. But if you look, I've said that before, but if you're listening for the first time, don't be afraid of that. Don't be feeling that I've shaken your faith. You know, you can do the research yourself. style because I was always into healthy things even before then. When I was in the Army, I did a lot of running. I used to run each day. And then when I couldn't, and then I didn't drink as many sodas. And I cut the sugar back. And then I gave my kidneys to my son back in 1995. And because I didn't always treat myself well, I used to drink. I'm not proud of it. I don't like sharing that. I used to drink alcohol. I gave that up back in 1988. I saw what alcohol did to my mother and father. It's me. And I decided to stop cold turkey, and I did. And I'm glad I did, because alcohol has been ruining families for thousands of years. This illegal drug has been destroying families for thousands of years, my friend. You know, I went to a court, um, a court scenario. That's the best way to describe it. I was on a jury, in other words about a month or so ago, I went into this court situation. I think that better explains it. And there was the judge and the attorneys and this one individual that was convicted of possession of an illegal substance to sell it and also possession of an illegal firearm. And so they had chosen us to be jurors, but yet, um, they were going to pick only a certain amount of us to go to trial. One reason maybe they didn't pick me is because I stood up and I said, you know, alcohol is a drug. What's the difference between whiskey and heroin? You know, if you want to kill yourself drinking alcohol or drinking or taking heroin, you can. You know, I guess the point is, alcohol is a drug, you know, and that's legal. So think about that. Thank you for listening to my show. You know I love you. Thank you for listening. I respect you as a human being and a co-creator God in the making, which you are, regardless of what you say. You can't change my mind on that. Thank you. I'll talk to you next week. And may the creator of the universe bless us, everybody, all of us, his her children. Bye-bye.